Hello, everybody. Christian Harloff here from The Big Thing, from the Christian Harloff channel, from Sith Council. Guess what we're going to do? The Big Thing Patreon officially launches on September 1st. Now, here's what membership is going to get you. You're going to get exclusive episodes of The Big Thing, Sith Council, the Rewatch series, plus weekly editions of SEN Live, Brett and Kate's Playdate, and much more. So you can sign up now at patreon.com slash schmodown and drop a comment and tell me what perks you want to see as we grow the community. So check out The Big Thing weekdays on Spotify, Apple, anywhere podcasts are found. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time. What's going on, everybody? Big, big Monday episode here. Got to go all by my lonesome on this one. It's just too much to, to report. Go right through everything that's going on. Plus, everyone's still recovering from Comic-Con weekend. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to cover all the stuff from Comic-Con in general in, in the amount of time that I have here, but because there's just so much, there's a lot of stuff. Um, I think as you see in the title, the main thing we're going to talk about is not only the fact that we're getting an Avengers movie again, we're getting two, and apparently in the same year to close out phase six, there was a lot of announcements that came out. Everyone thought, well, Marvel's going to deliver big, and some people thought maybe not too big because, you know, you still got D23. Um, well, they delivered big, and they showed a few trailers. They showed some exclusive stuff that made me. That was the stuff I was bummed out that I wasn't actually able to be there because I thought they were going to say air everything on the YouTubes, but they didn't. Um, but nonetheless, they they gave a lot in general for for the news cycle. They gave a lot to people who were there. They 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 put on a show, um, and the the big announcement coming from the. Uh, the finalization, obviously, of, of what Phase 4 is. Phase 5, when it starts, the basically the full slate of 5, and then a few of Phase 6 inside of that, the confirmation of Fantastic Four, and, of course, the two Avengers movies that we'll get into. We'll talk about all that. We'll talk about the emotional Black Panther trailer, which I think kind of stole the panel overall. Black Panther, um, Wakanda Forever, obviously. We'll go over that whole Marvel panel, and I think it's going to take the majority of the show because there's so much. Uh DC stuff that they showed. I happen to really like the stuff that they showed. I just don't know if their if their strategy on um, the presentation was the smartest. Um, if it, from the stuff that they do have coming out, the stuff that they could announce, and if they couldn't announce it, then maybe hold off and just wait for fandom in general. But we'll get into that also. We'll talk about the Rock's big entrance. We'll talk about the the disappointment of Henry Cavill, which I still will say now. We'll say later. Not That was not Warner Brothers' fault at all. They never, never once said Henry Cavill was going to be there. We all just took up on the rumor and said, oh, we wonder if he's going to be there or not. So we'll get into that. John Wick had a trailer. Lord of the Rings had a trailer. Um, again, I don't know if I'll be able to cover these all the way through because of everything going down. But uh, either way, a lot to cover. Okay, so if you're brand new to the channel, we're trying to get to 70,000 by the end of the year. And if we do it, we're going to try to take this show on the road, kids. Going to live events, doing uh, stand-up shows, doing full episodes of The Big Thing and Council on the road. But we've got to get to 70,000 subscribers. We need you guys to help us out. So if you're brand new, please check it out. Also, Apple Podcast, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are found. A lot more people are starting to listen to us on audio. And that is helping out a lot. A lot of positive words coming for this show, and I can't thank you guys enough. I've also been putting up old interviews of one-on-one. Um, -on -one. Just put Joe Manganiello up there. So if you want to check that out, do it. All right, let's get into it. We've got a long, well, we have a, a detailed show, I would say. It's the big thing. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. 
Welcome back, everybody. It's the big thing. It is Monday, and everybody is recovering. Comic-Con. Not only the people that were there, obviously. First Comic-Con back since all the nonsense hit back in 2020. But it, it was hey, last year, Comic-Con, they had it, but it was like Thanksgiving. Who went? Nobody went. Nothing really happened. So this is like the first real one back. So from the footage out there, of not, not, not just the footage in Hall H, but the footage of people enjoying themselves and having a good time and, and, and just the, it seems like, I, I follow Jermaine Lucier, who I've talked about on my Twitter and everything too, and Jermaine is, um, besides being a good dude, he is a guy I follow for all these conventions and stuff, and he was even saying at the very end of it, the conventions, like the updates, but he was saying that it seemed more kind of laid back, obviously, from one's previous, but it was still good to be back. And you could tell that it was moving pretty pretty well. I hear good things about, and a lot of times, and I think it's it's important to highlight this, a lot of times the, I, I remember every year, whether we were reporting it on Collider Live or AMC Movie Talk, whatever, the, the it was always talked about how the staff wasn't running it very well and they were just overwhelmed. And you got to give them credit from everything that I hear this year. It was not there, obviously, but from everything that I am hearing that this show, that this show, that this, um, I guess show, this show, they, that's what they call it, the events show, it was put on very well and that, um, and that they, they, were, they were on it. So kudos to them for, um, for, for being there, protecting people, having a, having a good show. So, okay, let's get right into this thing, man. Let's just talk about that Marvel panel because we'll get into the DC thing. Um, in a little bit, like I said, I think that I, the the Black Adam stuff and the Shazam stuff I really liked. It was, it, but I I just think that if you're, especially when you're taking over again and you're trying to you got a new regime, you either show up big, not just rely on the Rock's entrance, but you show up big with with some announcements, or you hold off and you say we're not going to do it this year, not going to do it this year. We're going to save everything for fandom. We're going to release everything there. We're just going to we're going to pull back. And I know that The Rock has a trailer and everything too. But you know what? Give him then just call it, just call it the Black Adam um, panel because some people are like, well that's what they did. No, they called it the Warner Brothers theatrical presents, and then inside of it it said featuring stuff from Shazam and Black Adam, but it was titled Warner Brothers overall. And anyway, we'll get into that later. So Marvel really had. Uh, and it, and it's unfair a lot of times too. But there's always the every every year there's always the comparison of who who took who took Hall H was it Warner Brothers or was it Marvel? Marvel just shows up with a big damn show and they have everything in place. And one of the things I'm going to start doing these short videos. I think this I have like these little ideas. So I'm going to start putting shorts up and see if you guys enjoy them. But like one of the ideas I'm going to do is what if Star Wars had a slate? Here's what they could announce, you know, and. Star Wars can't do it because they don't have they're they're not in they're, they don't have that that concise plan yet all the way through, right? Like Marvel does, and I think it's the same thing with DC at the moment. Marvel did, and they showed it, and they started out um, with as he always does. Well, first, and I also want to give a big shout out to my to my my buddy Ash Crossan, who is just if you don't know Ash, she's, she's she used to be on Jedi Council all the time, and she's and her and I have been talking. She's going to come on this show or Sith Council really soon, but um. Ash, besides being just a wonderful human being and a very funny person, uh, she has been annihilating it in the hosting space lately. She was the host of the Mandalorian panel at 
Star Wars Celebration, and then she hosted this panel for Hall H, which is a massive achievement overall, and it, it not, not just for the obvious reason of, oh, I can say I had a feather in my cap. It means that your name is starting to catch on and people are, are trusting you to, to do these things, and they're becoming very familiar with your country she's a very she's just got a she's she's like the life of the party person when she walks in she you just want to hang out with her and she's she brings that to the um to the stage and she certainly did that too she makes people feel very comfortable and that's the that's the that's what i liked about josh horowitz and that's what i like about um about kelly carter and that's what i like about people who just make you feel comfortable inside of the room and that's what ash is able to do so a big shout out to ash crossing for for once again just bringing the house down with her hosting skills. So what happens is uh, the, the man comes out himself. Kevin Feige hits the stage, and he's just become, you know, accustomed to this. He knows, he knows how to do it. He knows how to maneuver the room. He knows how to get people excited. He knows, he knows how to do it. And he started off, obviously, with this stuff. And what I like about it, and still, and I, I'm, I'm still – and I know people are out there tweeting out about how much Phase 4 obviously does have a clear direction and everything, too. And that very well might be the case. It just seems at the moment, as the stuff is put out, we haven't really seen what that is yet. And I stand by that. We still haven't really... It's, it, they're, they're piecing it all together, and clearly they have a plan, as shown by yesterday's announcement. But he doesn't address that kind of stuff. He just says, look, this is, this is what we got going on. This is it. This is the, this is the phase. And... And he throws up the, uh, the Phase 4. And what we've had thus far in Phase 4 with WandaVision, Loki, Eternals, right? So if you look at Phase 4, and this is for me, if you look at Phase 4 in general, I think he started out, it, it starts out strong. WandaVision's great. Loki's great. I love Eternals. Not a lot of people do, but most people, I think, would say, okay, so they took a step down in Eternals. You still got me. For Eternals uh, Phase Four, then you then you really hit it with Spider Man No Way Home, and then Moon Knight. So if you look at if you're talking about me, so far Phase Four is delivering for me, and it's funny because if you go back to my other videos, I'm like, I don't know about Phase Four. So far, the way that the Phase Four timeline, I like it, um, but again, that's a. Uh, that's the lineup of Phase Four that we've gotten thus far. Then Moon Knight, which I, again I, lo- I really I really enjoyed Moon Knight. Didn't love the se- the series finale or season finale, whatever. But um, whatever. It it's still so so far. I'm you're, you got me on board with it. Then you got Thor, Love and Thunder. Now that's that's where you lost me, but you didn't lose a lot of other people. So you got WandaVision, Loki, Eternal, Spider Man, Moon Knight, and Thor, Love and Thunder. So. Not uh, and and again, there's these other. I guess it's all timeline stuff and, and how it all plays together and and that's how and that's how it all works. But wait, wait, hold on a second. How does that work? Am I doing that right? I guess I'm doing it right. Right to May, July, March, August. Yeah. Why is it? I don't know. Is it timeline? I don't know how the hell they do this. I guess that's how it works. I don't. I have no idea. You guys tell me in the comments. I have no idea. But it looks like is it just the stuff up top? That's the stuff in the bottom. I don't know how it works. How the hell does that work with the timeline? Either way. So then you get a then we're gonna have to talk. We'll talk about She Hulk because that's the first thing they really show is this, this trailer of She Hulk. Um, so I put my reaction to it. Oh, there's so many dicks out there. God, 
some good people too. But it's like you can't have a different opinion than other people. Either either you don't like humor, you're Clint Eastwood sitting on the on the on the porch, you get over the fact that you don't like the bad CGI, blah blah blah. Enjoy what you enjoy and let me not like what I like. If I was to say like if I if I came out and said Hey, you dumb idiots. If you like this, you're a moron. And if you think that CGI is good, you don't know good cinema. Then tear me to shreds. You have the right if I'm coming after you. 100%. If I say, I don't know, it doesn't look too good to me. And then you start, well, what do you care? Why do you care? Because it doesn't look good to me. There are certain shots that didn't look great. Now, I will say this. The... What I have also accepted with certain amounts of the show, and, and, and I'm understanding this about myself too, even with the Dungeons and Dragons thing that came in, right? I don't play Dungeons and Dragons. And a lot of people said, I think Campia said it too. For people who are looking for a more serious tone of Dungeons and Dragons, clearly didn't play Dungeons and Dragons. Fact, didn't play it. Not, I know how popular it is. I know a lot of great people that play it. And, and I just, not that I never wanted to, just never got into it. Um, probably would have loved it, but I didn't. So the, the, Again, that late 90s kind of comedic humor, it doesn't always pop for me. And I think that's taking a pause here because this my OBS has been doing this stupid thing lately. You'll hear my audio, but it's just paused. Like my face. There you go. It, it, I got to get this stupid system cleaned up. So just deal with the stupid thing. When I, when I see it pause, I'm going to take my, my, my break. Just sing songs or something. Yeah, my audio works, but then it just freezes on my stupid face. But anyway, the the like the like Thor and Guardians and the, the goofy humor, it just doesn't like it 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 doesn't hit for me if it's just kind of thrown out there. But the difference with She Hulk is that She Hulk from everything and I didn't read the comics, but from what I heard, it's sticking to what the comics lore was. I know it could, it goes into a serious realm eventually in the comics, but for the most part it's a it's kind of a, it's a comedy. It's she's she's talking to the camera or talking to the audience, and and they do that. And I love Tatiana Maslany, so I I think that the show the Ali McBeal inside of the MCU could be a fun show, and it could be a, a good genre of show. And is there's no, there's nothing to kind of hold it against. And the thing with Thor that I thought was different was that the, we've seen serious Thor before. We've seen the emotional Thor, so now he's just kind of a goofy Thor. It's just it's just a change from what we've seen. And I know Ragnarok was similar, but you know what I mean? Like from stuff that we've seen, that we've seen him go emotionally in whether it was uh, Infinity War. So it was just, it's a shift. There's no basis to She-Hulk yet. This is how they're introducing her. So this is fair. This is, the, this, is what they're, this is what they're giving us, and this is what it is. And a lot of people are excited about it. The story looks, looks interesting. The story looks like I'm, I'm definitely, like as I'm going to embrace the cheesy tone of it and go into it, but... There are times, and what I will also say about the CGI is that we're also watching it on YouTube. It's also not August 16th or 17th or whenever the show comes out. So we still have to give the effects peeps some time to say, hey, because I saw somebody in the comment section. What you don't understand is that the visual effects people, they are pressured by Disney. And they, I, I get it. I get it. I'm just telling you what I'm seeing when I'm looking at YouTube and I'm seeing it so far. What I see, do I think that this is going to be a major thing that's going to destroy the show? I'm just telling you how I feel when I look at it. I'm not telling you how you feel. You can say that I'm going to get past it 
and it's not going to bother me. I don't care. I'm just excited. I'm, that's phenomenal. That is so great. I can't train my eye to do that yet. Come over and teach me a class. Come over and say, this is how you do it, right? But enjoy it. And, I, and, and I'm never going to tell I can't. You, you, I can't believe you like the show. If I don't like the CGI, just let me don't like it. It's fine. You're going to be all right. I promise you'll be fine. There are a lot of people, though, and I will say, for, for, for those few comments that were saying that, there were so many people going, oh, yeah, I like it. I think it looks great. I think it looks kind of fun. I love those kind of comments. I don't need you to agree with me all the time. That's the whole point of this show. That's one of the things that so many people have been saying inside of the comment section is that you feel like you're just talking to your buddies. You agree with your buddies all the time? You agree with your friends all the time? No. You have conversations with them, and you go, oh, really? You didn't like that? Why not? Oh, this? Oh, come on. You're being ridiculous. You're being silly. Here's, here's what I like about it. You can call me silly. That's fine. I don't even mind if you call me Clint Eastwood. Grouchy. Grouchy. Sometimes I am. But I have coffee. And that's what happens. But they open up with She-Hulk at the Marvel um, panel. And, um, you know, it goes over pretty well. People are, people are digging it. Most reactions were digging it. I think the show itself looks, looks fun. Looks like it can be a lot of fun. And I hope that the CGI gets better. But they move on. And we're still back to this, the Phase 4 stuff, right? And She-Hulk, Falcon and Winter Soldier, obviously Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Hawkeye, Doctor Strange, Multi- Multiverse of Madness, Ms. Marvel, and then Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Now that closes out Phase 4. And this is how we're going to kind of do it. I know that Wakanda Forever closed out um, the panel. But I want to, uh, well, before, I guess, I guess, no, no, no. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do an order of phase. I'm going to do an order of phase. So even though Wakanda Forever closed it out, we're going to talk about the actual um, movie and, and what happened. And, and again, I wasn't in the panel, so I, I can only imagine how emotional it was. Ryan Coogler, to me, is one of my favorites. I think Ryan Coogler is going to get to a status... Uh, the same way that um, uh, whether it's Jordan Peele or Tarantino or Nolan or any of these guys that when, when their movies come out, it's going to be a, a, a Coogler movie that's coming out. He, he deserves that because you look at Fruitvale Station, Creed, Black Panther, he has not missed. And I saw the other day when people were talking about like, like Jordan Peele and, and Jordan Peele for, uh, has, has come out with these three big movies right away. Um, so is Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler to me is is a, is a phenomenal filmmaker who's just and he's young man. He's young. He's got, I think he's like in his early thirties now, right? Let me see. Let me see. At the most, I say Ryan. At the most, I think he's thirty five. Hey Siri, how old is Ryan Coogler? Ryan Coogler is thirty six years ah, old. Missed it by one. So it's close. Thirty six years old. He's been making movies already for a bit. Talented dude, man. I love Ryan Coogler. Um, had, had the had the honor of being able to speak to him a few different times, whether it was for Creed or running into him a couple different times, and he's just a he's a, just a down to earth, like passionate dude, passionate dude. So, for obvious reasons, this movie, Wakanda Forever, is emotional for everyone, and especially those involved with the passing of the late great Chadwick Boseman, um, and. I mean, just I'm just getting kind of emotional just thinking about this trailer and the way that they used the Bob Marley music and the way that it played. And this trailer was just powerful. 
powerful on so many different levels. So we didn't even know. Everyone's like, this movie's coming out? It's November. We haven't heard anything about it. This, to me, this is how you do it, right? So Lord of the Rings, the last two trailers for Lord of the Rings, and I don't want to get into the Tolkien aspect of it if you're a Tolkien fan and I understand and I'm, I'm telling you like for people who are apparently people who are die hard into the Tolkien mythos it's just they're just hating this movie I don't know enough about it I don't know enough about it we'll talk about it later but I don't know enough about it I'm just telling you what I saw the last two trailers been pretty damn good for me I thought the first two the teasers were were silly silly it's the theme of today's show silly um but uh but don't don't release it don't release it until you have something to hit. And Black Panther showed that. Because everyone's like, oh, it's Black Panther. It's coming out in November. They haven't shown anything. We haven't seen anything. Shut up. Here's something. Now everybody's talking about that movie. Now everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about that movie and how powerful that movie is and stuff. And not only the, the, the stuff that you saw inside of that trailer with the, uh, the mural to, uh, to, to, to Chadwick and, and inside of the, the, the T'Challa and, watch, and seeing all that, like, that's the obvious emotion, right? And that's the obvious um, when you see it, how powerful it is. But watching everybody and how they're dealing with it and what what this movie is, is of them dealing with the loss and dealing with um, having to overcome that and who's going to take over the Black Panther uh, mantle. Who's going to do that? We don't know yet. Obviously, somebody does because we see it at the very we see Black Panther show up at the very end. Who is it? They're not. It's and there's not even a lot. This is a teaser. You're not getting a lot necessarily yet of who's in it namor shows up another thing but this is what i will say people corrected me inside of the um comments of this but did it awesome like did it awesome i said that namor is basically uh, marvel's version of, of of aquaman and people said well actually uh, uh, namor came first thank you that's what you do in a conversation i didn't know that i'm not gonna pretend that i know that i have no idea i don't know these things i'm gonna pretend that i do I'm just, you know, it's the same thing. I talk to my buddies at home. They, they don't even know who Namor is. They still don't know who Namor is. No idea. John Pinto knows who Namor is. No, he doesn't. Neither do. Neither did I. I mean, I heard of him and stuff, but but either way, I said, oh, that's like that's like that's like, you got to think of it like you're like you're, it's like my dad. Oh, who's that? Namor? Is that the uh, who's who's that? Namor? That's the the what? The guy? The the Aquaman? He's like Aquaman, right? Actually, Dad, he's uh, Na- uh, Aquaman's like Namor. What? Shut up. Um, but yeah, so thank you for that because Namor is uh, Namor's in this and looks pretty pretty s- solid. When you look at the inside of that trailer, he's gonna have a big part, right? So there's just there's so many. There's, but as I was saying before, it's a beautiful looking movie, man. It's beautiful. It looks like a like a photo shoot at some points, but. And just the imagery of like the water birth that was what's going on, and like the reflection of of again of loss, but and everyone's talking about as rightfully so, Angela Bassett's powerful speech um, about again loss and about what she's lost, what she's given up, and just what a powerful actress she is in general. And watching that scene, and it hits you, it hits you deep because of understanding that that's where they're going. Um, I I know there's a debate on whether or not they should have recast it or not. And I, I actually like the idea of what they're doing. Um, but again, I haven't seen the film yet. You could see it and go, oh, maybe they could have recast. I don't know. But I like where, from what I've seen in the trailer, what they're going for. I dug it. I understand the the argument for recasting. I, I understand if you wanted to continue on because of, of the building that we're doing. And we thought we lost T'Challa in the in in 
Endgame, and he came back. So, but circumstances are circumstances, you know. And again, when I even those comments that I saw for that, most of them. I, I mean, I'm am talking about relating to the stuff on my my community. Um, I've seen some pretty positive ex- explanations of why, as opposed to just um, angry blanket, stupid statements. So. And that's what I what's what I really appreciate about people over on this community anyway, and that and that counts for the Facebook page and and everything in general. So, but yeah, I mean this this uh, this trailer knocked a knocked the wind out of a lot of people as it as it should have. It was it was it was beautiful, and it, and it ended the panel. It's not going to end the discussion on our Marvel stuff because of, again, I'm going I'm trying to go into timeline here, but. It did. Uh, it it it. This is this is the way you're ending Phase Four, and that's the way to do it. It ends in November. This movie is going to is it November? It's November. Yeah, this movie is going to annihilate at the box office. Now, what what a what a way this this rightfully so they closed out and they got and because they want people talking about and I also understand why they didn't show the footage for Guardians and uh, publicly Guardians and and Ant Man because. This is what they wanted out there. They wanted She-Hulk first. Let She-Hulk hit the hit the web space first. Get people talking about their show that's coming out in August. That's their show. And here's the movie, the next movie that's coming out. That's what we want people talking about right now. We'll release the other trailers. Probably when D23 comes out in September, probably get an, we're probably going to get a story trailer for... Black Panther. We'll get into the D23 stuff soon, but you'll probably get the Guardians and Ant-Man thing. They're going to show it to the audience there, guaranteed. Now, whether or not they release that to the public that day, that's another question. All right, now, before we move on to the other phases, there's a lot left. There's a lot left. I wanted to tell you guys about private internet access. Um, we're, We're happy to be with them. Really happy to be with them. And so people were asking the other day because people were trying to sign up for it, and the link the link's a little different than the previous links that we've had. But today's episode is sponsored by Private Internet Access. It is the most transparent VPN provider on the market, and this is just the software you need to protect your digital life. And you guys probably not even aware of it, but even if you browse in incognito mode when you go on there, you're not safe online. Your, your internet service provider is still storing your, your browsing history and can sell it to your advertisers. And you right away you go, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Private internet access encrypts your internet connection and hides your IP address and it protects you. And all you have to do is connect to one of the thousand servers located in over 80 countries and even a server in each U.S. state so you can avoid supporting even, uh, even blackouts, for example. So you'll be able to get unrestricted access to, get to, to geo-blocked contact content on streaming platforms so private internet access has a strict no logs policy and it's 100 percent open source if you want to start securing your digital life i have a special deal available for you guys you can get an amazing listen to this 82 percent discount on private internet access that brings it down to just two dollars and eleven two dollars and eleven cents a month and you also get three extra months added to your subscription for free that is a deal so Private Internet Access does come with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and it's got 24-7 customer support, and it's all risk-free for you guys. So you head on over to privateinternetaccess.com slash thebigthing and get Private Internet Access today. That is privateinternetaccess.com slash thebigthing. 
All right, so a lot of you guys always ask. You're always asking me now because of everything going on with the Schmodown and everything in general, and that you're enjoying this channel, and you're like, well, how do we support? Obviously, the Patreon, and patreon.com slash Schmodown is going to be that we're going to transfer everything over. Big thing is going to, everything's going to turn into one big Patreon, and that's going to be on um, September first i believe is the first day of that so and you get and we're gonna be listening to you guys same way we do here about tears and all that can't do that well you can go and you can check out one of these sponsors that you enjoy and i would say for especially for internet access private internet access um to protect yourselves get that sign up today that's cheap as hell get that deal and sign up for it today check it out links in the description now let's move on so Wakanda forever, obviously. That's going to close out phase four. That's big, big stuff. Now, the other stuff that then came out um, after that was phase five. Now, phase five is going to start out with Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. That hits in February 17th. Now, Kang, I think, is, is a big part of this as well. Um, and so what they... Where is this? Here it is. Quantumania. So I did not see this trailer. I'm not going to watch it leaked. I know that it, it leaked to some places, and I'm not watching it leaked. I'm going to wait for it to come out, and I don't know enough about it. I don't know all the details about it yet, but we know that Kang is, and for people who were first introduced to him in, in Loki, kind of stole the show at the end, but it, it introduced everything that's about to go down. Again, kind of negating... The idiots like myself who were saying that there's there's no there's no uh there's there's no connectivity. There's nothing going on for phase four. Well they set that up in Loki and apparently he's gonna be like he's like the big bad in general. We'll get into that a little more um down in, in a moment here. But it looks like he's gonna have a lot to do with Quantumania and this is gonna set up obviously Loki set him up, but this is gonna start to set him up in the film universe, leading to um the start of all of this. Uh, that that leads to f f the end of phase six, and and we're, we're really into this um, multiverse saga, full fledged here in the start of phase five. So now I feel very similar about the Ant Man franchise than I have in for Guardians and even Thor, not to the extent, but similar. Ant Man one thought was great, thought it was a really good crime. It was a crime comedy. I mean, it was, it was, it was that, the same thing they've been saying a million times over, balance. There's a lot of comedy in Ant-Man, the first one. That works very well. Very fitting for when there's a particular character, when it's right for that joke, the joke comes. So that's what I always try to tell people. It's not, I'm not against comedy in Marvel. I think Marvel needs comedy. It's part of it. It's just a matter of, does it feel right for the character? In general, or is it just a, a, a sketch comedy show, right? Guardians 2 and, and Thor, Love and Thunder, felt very sketch comedy. And Ant-Man 2 felt very stand-up comedy to me. It's like everybody started to have jokes in certain moments. And I'm like, and it, and it lost me. It lost me. Didn't see this trailer. Don't know what kind of tone we're getting at. I'm sure, and again, I don't mind the blend. I just hope it's a, more of a balance um, than what we got in, in the second one. And I haven't rewatched the second one in a while, by the way. So I, I, I'm, I'm on a rewatch. I might have a different opinion. 
but you never know. I'm not sure. Um, but this one comes out. This starts the this starts the phase, man. This starts the the phase of where the hell are we? Did I did I get this right? Yeah. And then speaking of which, then we got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Four, Volume Four, Volume Three in Phase Four. Now, this is what I was talking again. I did not see this, but from what I heard, this is this is what we're talking about. Balance apparently. Before Black Panther, Wakanda Forever took everybody's eyes by storm with tears. This one kicked some ass with some emotional moments. I'm all here for that. Now, obviously, the Guardians of the Galaxy have to be, has to have humor. That's what the characters are. A lot of them. Um, And James Gunn in general, right? But the... That from listening to the snippets of what they were talking about, this is an emotional journey for all of them. Chris Pratt got choked up talking about it. James Gunn was choked up kind of talking about it. This is the end of their run. This is the end of their arc in the MCU in general. And I think that broke people up, right? And I think in the MCU in general, I know it's definitely for the Guardians franchise. They they said that for sure. And ending it, and I, I like that, not not because I'm not a Guardians fan, because they had a vision. James Gunn says, this is, what, this is where I see this thing going. Or, and, they, and everybody agreed, and they said, let's, let's end it strong. Three movies. Let's end it strong. Good for them. Good for them. I can't wait to see this. this uh, well, I can't wait to see the movie. And it's funny, because when you hear me talk about Guardians 2, like, why would you want to see Guardians 3? Because I'm a big James Gunn fan. Peacemaker, to me, is a, um, is, was fantastic. Really great stuff. Suicide Squad. Fantastic. And I think he's playing on a different level right now, creatively. And I think he's got a story to tell with, with Guardians. And then they brought out my dude from, uh, from Peacemaker as the main villain, and he showed up in the crowd. I don't remember the name again. Like I said, Namor, Aquaman, all these things. I, I, don't, I don't know. You guys tell me. I'm not going to pretend. You could have done the research. Yeah. I could have taken a shit earlier than I wanted to today too and I didn't it's gonna, I'm gonna pay for it but I didn't either way very uh, great actor and it's funny is that James Gunn talked about this dude during Peacemaker and said wait until you see what he's gonna do in, in Guardians 3 so uh, good uh, we've got apparently a good villain we've got emotional moments I, we, what we do know is that Quill is looking for Gamora it finds she's running the scavengers I think at this point and she doesn't know him. And again, this plays into the whole loss stuff to where he's finally got her back, but it's not his Gamora. It's a multiverse Gamora. It's, it's, not, it's not his. It's not his, not his lady. Um, so that's going to be tough to try to win her back. Can he win her back? It's a different, it's a different Gamora. So we're going to find that out for sure. We're going to see how that all plays in. Are we going to lose anybody? Possible. Don't. Take that, uh, don't take, James Gunn would absolutely do that to you. Step on your heart, kick it around for a little bit, for sure, with some laughs to boot. So, starting out strong with, um, with Guardians and, look, I mean, that's, that's February and May. Oh, and, and there you go. Okay, so now, dumb, dumb me, I think. I think then we get into... When when does Secret Invasion come out? So Secret Invasion comes out. I don't even know what the hell that is. It is, but this is the type of stuff that I think both DC and Star Wars do wrong. 
and and well, wrong's a, wrong's a harsh word because, like I said, Kevin Feige made an announcement a little while ago that they were doing uh, that they had a plan and they said, okay, we're going to sit. We're sitting in a room. And we just we just mapped out all this shit. We just mapped it all out, and this is this is what we're doing. This stuff's in production. The stuff we're working on. Let's let's end it. we so we can announce this stuff. I still don't think that the plan is in in sync in both Star Wars and uh, and Warner Brothers for enough for them to do that. Because what you don't want to do, if you're especially for Star Wars again, is start announcing all this shit, and then you're like, oh, just kidding, somebody left again. And we don't, we're not doing that one anymore. So just kidding, you don't want to do that. That doesn't happen very often with Marvel. It happened a couple of times with a certain, you know, I think the Inhumans they announced at one point they didn't do it, but that's it's rare. So Secret Invasion. And you guys and Coy and Winston can tell me what the hell that is. Um, I'm sure it's, it has something to do with aliens. Maybe not. Who the hell knows? Echo coming out in summer. That's after. That's around the same time as Guardians. And Echo is going to be. People are why are they doing an Echo show? Because it's also setting up Daredevil. Which, by the way, rewind. Daredevil is going to be in uh, in She-Hulk. Obviously, they showed that in the trailer. So, and I think Echo could be could be an interesting show. And it, and it sets into this universe on television as well. Um, Loki season two also coming out in summer of 2023, which is which is great. I mean, you look, you've got you've got Secret Invasion, Echo, and Loki, Quantumania, and Guardians hitting you by summertime, and then following up with the Marvels. Now, here's what I will say about the Marvels: not a big Captain Marvel movie fan. I saw it the first, when I first first saw it. It was fine. Um, watch it, and, and I like the idea going back to the '90s and all that stuff. It's on a rewatch though. I said it's it's okay. It's one of their kind of subpar movies. What I will tell you though, I loved Ms. Marvel. I thought Ms. Marvel was a really good show. And what I liked the most about Ms. Marvel was the non superhero stuff. I thought the superhero stuff was good in the way that they combined her powers and the reason, obviously, the reveal. Spoiler: You haven't seen Ms. Marvel. Here comes the spoiler. You ready? Spoiler. I've warned you. Spoiler. She's mutant. Which I also think, you know, I think Namor is too. Tell me if that's right. Pretty sure. So they're starting to introduce X-Men, even though they didn't announce anything. I'm pausing. It's doing the stupid pausing thing right now. La, la, la. Pausing sucks. I hate you, stupid pausing. Clean up your computer. I did that already. Did that already. It's really clear, so I don't understand. I got to take it in and find out why it's doing this. Please stop pausing. Please stop pausing. Here we go. Please stop pausing. Oh, my God. It's taking so long. It's taking so long. It's taking so long. Okay. <sighs> I don't know why it's doing that, guys. I got to figure it out. But at least I can catch it. At least I can catch it and I can sing stupid songs for you. You like that? Me neither. Problem is I get interrupted or where the hell I was. Where was I? Oh, Ms. Marvel. So the Ms. Marvel stuff I really liked with the... Um, with the family stuff and played in really, really well. It was really, I thought it was an emotional show and they played into the X-Men. I think they're going to eventually announce the X-Men maybe at D23. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but sorry. Um, so we go back to it. You get the Marvels coming out now in July 28th. So look at that, man. Quantum mania. Boom. Hits big on February 17th and secret evasion guardians of the galaxy echo. Loki, I mean, so, and I, I can already see it inside the comments section. Oh, it's too much. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you. If you're a hardcore Marvel fanatic, 
you are in heaven right now. I, I'm excited to, to, to watch all of them. I'm not saying I'm going to like all of them. I probably won't. And I'll probably get shit for it when I'm looking inside of, of the, uh, and saying, hey, you know, this one, yeah, I get grouchy old man. So be it. But the thing is, I don't, I, what, I, what I always think is silly is people are just going, well, that one sucked. I'm never watching it ever again. You know, if you never like it, you don't like it, you move on. It's fine. But, but look what we got here. That's a lot of good stuff so far. With Quantumania, Guardians, Loki are the ones that I think to me I'm the most excited about. I don't know enough about Secret Evasion to get um, excited yet. I thought the character Echo was, uh, I thought, interesting. Where they, I thought they did a big arc with her in Hawkeye. And um, I, I thought that was, that was a, 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 big, a big angle. So I don't know what else they're going to do. I th- maybe, again, bring in Daredevil and Kingpin to introduce more. more or maybe they may make it a... a I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. But so, like I said, I, I don't know enough about it yet to get excited or not get excited. The Marvels, I have more anticipation than I thought I would because of Ms. Marvel now and the way that they ended that show. So then we get to November November 3rd of next year, and that's uh, Blade. Finally getting the Blade movie. Mahershal Ali. They did not announce Anthony Starr's Dracula. Didn't need to. Because, again, as I said, at Star Wars Celebration, no talk of Acolyte at all. I mean, no even talk of it, really. Maybe they talked about it in the press line somewhere, but not in any of the events. And this is the kind of stuff, like, what, you don't even show a graphic of it and say this, and, and by the way, we got so-and-so. I think they announced, they finally um, announced the Mandela over the weekend at Comic-Con where we knew they were going to be in it anyway. This was a pure conversation during, during Comic-Con where the announcement came. So, I don't know, they, they, they did this for Blade. Like, Blade is not coming out until November. But they said, confirmation is coming out. Woohoo! November, we got a date. Wonderful. Great. Got some blade news. You got nothing, but you still got excited because you got something. Even though it was nothing. Then Ironheart. I don't know anything about Ironheart. Not a thing. Um again, when Winston when Winston and uh Coy come in, they can tell me everything about Ironheart. But this is fall of twenty twenty three. Now, what I find interesting is winter of twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four, I assume. What does that mean? Does that mean that that's coming out in like late December, early January? So like kind of what Mandalorian did for a while, you know, you debut the episode, the first episode in like the end of December and then it plays into, or is it one of these things where it's like, it's going to come out either winter 2023 or somewhere in 2024. I, I happen to think it's probably the, the former. It probably is going to be December and then it plays into uh, plays into January, maybe even February. But that's a that's a that is a stacked lineup, dude. Quantum Mania, Secret Invasion, Guardians, Echo, Loki, The Marvels, Blade, Ironheart, and because here's what Ironheart, Echo, and Secret Invasion um, really have going for them. 
there's not too many, maybe Secret Invasion does, but there's not too much expectations in general for at least casual viewers, right? Quantumania, Ant-Man, it's, it's, it's a third movie in a film. Guardian's a third movie in a film. Loki's a second season. Blade's coming off of a, of a popular name, obviously, and people are excited about it. So there's expectations and, and fingers crossed for those movies, right? And even the Marvels. Captain Marvel made a billion dollars. So, so all those are lumped in, into one where there's expectations. Secret Invasion to the hardcore comic book fan in general probably has expectations and wants to know and, and, and wants to know what's coming and is excited about it. Casual viewers, not so much, right? Echo, not so much. Ironheart, not so much. So out of those three things, when those are going on, I will tell you that this, that when you look at those three things, those particular um, shows, there, there's nowhere to go but up. So if Ironheart hits, if Echo hits, if those hit, then maybe they, you know, they, they just, they, they knock it out of the park. Um, same thing with Agatha, I think, has a little bit more because you got Catherine Hahn, who everybody loves, and she was kind of coming off, coming, coming off of this whole entire thing, what was happening. Um, and, and hold on a second, everybody. Hold on a second, everybody. Hold on. Hold on. Hold, hold, hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Um, hold on a second. Oh, sorry. There's, there's something happened. I just... Uh, hold on. Guys. Sorry about that. That should never happen on my show, but it, something just happened, and, and I have... Uh, oh, sorry about that. That, that just completely ruined the, the show, but uh, hold on. I apologize. So let me get back to this. And now we get to the Quantum Mania, Secret Invasion, Guardians, Echo, Loki, the Marvels, Blade, Ironheart, Agatha. Okay. So now the big announcement comes in that we've got Daredevil born again. Now, Daredevil was a very popular show on Netflix and I'm nervous about that now. Sorry. It could have ruined the show. I had this stupid thing going on in my garage. And yeah, I need a studio. So let's get, let's get a 70,000 subscribers. So we start, we start that process. Okay, good. Working hard. All right. Anyway, um, back to uh, Daredevil. Now, there was a obviously we did a story about it on this channel that we knew that Daredevil was coming and I think that whether it leaked or whatever happened but uh, Daredevil's coming out and Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio are back now they're obviously not going to have the same kind of uh, gratuity and and uh, rated R TV mature feel that the Netflix did I think that they can still because of what they did with Logan and bringing Logan and Daredevil back on Disney Plus that maybe they up it a little bit more because I think they were aware obviously but here we go frozen again this is some show so far I thought we were we were, we were cooking we were cooking for a little bit and now we have a couple freezes we got a, a garage door about to fall down so a couple different things happening today and we'll start talking about that uh there we go we're back thanks for sticking with me 
Holy moly. Okay, so Daredevil gets announced for 18 episodes, though. 18 episodes. That's big. That's big. That's going to take you for a while. Now, how long are those episodes is a question, too. Even if they're 30 minutes. Eight episodes, uh, 18 episodes starting in spring. That's going to take you through most of it. That's a lot of episodes. They must have a lot of confidence in that show. 18 episodes. That's, that's massive. That's massive. And then we get Captain America. Um, Anthony Mackie starring in Captain America, New World Order, which comes out in May of, next, of 2024. So that gives you some time as well. And the, so, the, I mean, look at all these, all this material in general. So phase four is then going to end with Thunderbolts, which is, a, which is a movie, I guess. Again, people are talking about um, the late, great William Hurt passing away. They don't have Thunderbolt anymore. So who are they going to recast him? I know that PLD wants uh, Ed Harris. So is that going to happen? Who knows? Either way, Thunderbolts is going to end phase four. A hell of a phase, man. And out of all the ones, now I'm going to tell you the, and then we're going to we'll move on to phase five here. That I'm my anticipation of Ant Man and the Wasp high, Guardians high, maybe the most out of all of them so far. Loki season two, probably my favorite Marvel, so pretty high. Blade, massively high. Agatha, mid. Um, Captain America, pretty high. Secret Invasion, mid. Echo, mid. Marvels, higher than mid. Because of it would have been mid beforehand, but with with the addition of um, Kamala Khan or Kamala Khan, I am uh, I'm on I'm on board. Ironheart, mid. Daredevil, pretty high. Thunderbolts, mid. Because I don't know anything about it. I'm sure that once people start telling me about it, it could be because everybody's excited about this. People were losing their minds when they announced it. I don't know anything about it. So, but it's a pretty good phase, man. Phase five. All right, moving on here before we, before we go to the next phase. I do want to tell you about NordPass also. So, NordPass is, is pretty fantastic. You've heard me talk about NordPass. Are you guys, do you use your Facebook account to log into every new website, application, or eShop because it's faster and easier? Have you ever wondered what can happen if your Facebook account is hacked? Well, let us tell you guys. Hackers would get a free shot at all of your accounts that are linked to Facebook. I'm not even talking about your personal information, your credit card details, delivery address. There are more serious crimes that could happen, such as identity theft, crimes committed under your name, loans under your name, the, the whole nine. NordPass is, it can help you to avoid those situations. And it's, it's more than a powerful manager. It's the essential cybersecurity tool that makes life's, makes everyone's life so much easier and safer. And it's a simple, easy to use and very secure password managed, created by the cybersecurity experts who also built the NordVPN. The advanced online security and private app trusted by more than 14 million users worldwide. You can store all your passwords in one place. You can log in faster. You can generate secure passwords, shop and browse faster, save your time. There's a data breach scanner. You can find out if your online account or credit card information has been leaked. There's a password health. NordPass is a zero-knowledge password manager. And so more about the features in the uh, link in the description. And you can, what they take away, a lot of times NordPass conducts global research to explore the top 
200 most common passwords. And this year, the research covers 50 different countries, the top passwords among different genders and a global view. So what you want to do is... Um, is head on over. And we'll, there's so much you can do. You got to you got to go to nordpass.com/slash/big-thing, and you can get 70% off a two-year Nordpass premium plan at nordpass.com/slash/big-thing. Use that code big-thing. It is sponsored by Nordpass. We're excited about it, and you can. It's it's very easy for me because I've got all these passwords that I always want to check up. So I've been using it, and it's 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 beyond helpful. There's also 30 back money. Back, excuse me, 30 day money back guarantee. Use that link. You got to use the link in the description, though. So I'll put it in the description. Check it out one more time. It's nordpass.com slash big thing. All right. So let's get to the, I mean, like I said, I don't even know when we'll get to, I can't get to everything today. I'll get to everything that we talked about. The Marvel was so big that as far as the panel, there's so much information. Um, let's get to the next phase. And that's phase six. So Kevin Feige didn't have to announce any of this stuff, right? Because as we said, D23 is right around the corner. D23 is right around the corner, and they're going to announce a lot of stuff happening. Like, Look at this. So you see November 8th, fall, winter, fall, spring, winter, May, spring, summer, summer, uh, November 7th. So this stuff that's going to be fitting in there. There's movies coming out. There's shows coming out. And I think we're going to get some of those D23. I think X-Men is going to be one of those movies that's going to be announced um, inside of that phase. And the reason why is because they've, been, they've already been teasing it. I think, again, you tell me. I think Namor is an X-Men or, or a mutant anyway. Um, tell me if I'm wrong. But I know, obviously, with Ms. Marvel, I know in the comics she was in, in human, but they said the only reason they did that is because Fox owned the rights at the time to the X-Men, and then they changed her to X-Men, and you even hear the X-Men theme play at one point. So, Kevin Feige, known to be a big Fantastic Four fan, he finally gets to announce, as uh, confirm anyway, everybody kind of knew that this movie was coming out. They, just, they didn't announce a cast. Maybe they announced that cast. Maybe that's why they, they, they confirm it here. November 8th, they confirm that Fantastic Four is coming out. But maybe at D23, they announced director, and, and cast. Maybe that's something that they do this big. There's all this stuff that is in the in-between that I think you're going to get some of it, potentially, at D23. Fill it in. But he really wanted to make a massive impact with Phase 6 and announces not one, but two Avengers movies. One that comes out in May and then one that comes out in November. And it's the Kang Dynasty which is the first one, which comes out in summertime, which will just crush. They're going to have a hell of a year in Phase 6, man, money-wise. They're going to have a hell of a year. Um, you look at that, those two movies coming out in the same year, the Kang Dynasty Secret Wars. This Apparently, the Secret Wars ends the multiverse saga, is what they said. Um, so the Avengers Secret Wars, Kang Dynasty. Now, Kang is going to be the new Thanos, apparently. Josh Harwitz actually had a great interview with him on the red carpet, and I don't think he knew. The actor who plays Kang didn't even know that they had officially announced it, so he was trying to be very careful on what he said, and then they showed him 
that it was out there, and, he, and then he was excited to say that he was actually in it. So that was pretty. That was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, man, Fantastic Four. Now, what's exciting about this is all the stuff that led up that we just talked about with with, with Daredevil and 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 the other thing. When you go back, where does Deadpool fit into this, right? Where does where does Deadpool? Where does X Men? Where does that's you got to assume that that's what's going to nail down Phase Six, and then when you get into the stuff that was so fantastic about like Endgame and and all that, like you see all these heroes that you've been with for so long of all these phases, and they all come back to fight Thanos. I think it's going to be very similar, where you're getting all these heroes with now Deadpool and the X Men, and like that. That's one of the things that I think that the that this phase has been lacking so far is we've got new heroes that they're introducing. They're bringing in new people and they're establishing them. But you still want your all-stars, but the problem is a lot of the all-stars are kind of the old guard now, right? Captain America, um, uh, Hulk, um, all of the old guard. And as they introduce the new ones and, and, and Thor and all of them, the new ones we're, we're getting to, I mean, Spider. We don't know what Spider Man's doing, right? So Spidey's out there doing something, but Spider Man's probably still part of it and, and still can, can help with that kind of all star cast. But you can bring in new all stars, and that's Fantastic Four and X Men and Deadpool, and imagine them now fighting up against Kang or whatever he's doing. So it's starting to lock in and play play pretty well. So I think though the idea. That both of these movies, I mean, look at this. Fantastic Four. Oh, that's Fantastic Four is 2024. Excuse me. So that, and then, so I guess you can go back a little bit in 2020. Let me, let me go back to 2024. Oh, sorry. Where the hell is it? Is that it? That's phase five. Okay. So 2024, excuse me. 2024, you've got Agatha, Daredevil, Captain America, Thunderbolts, and then... Fantastic Four in November. Okay, so they're going to have a big year in, in 2024, but then 2025, 2025 is going to be the two Avengers movies. And then, I mean, 2025, if they get X-Men, um, Deadpool. Man, you would assume Deadpool 3 is going to be in 2025. And you would assume that they're going to, aim for x-men because the only thing with x-men if they don't is that x-men could then take over their phase seven which would also make sense but i think people would still be bummed holy moly it's an hour of stuff i i gotta try to get into a little bit of this stuff though gotta try um because it's it's important oh that was what I was talking about. Okay. So D23, D23, how am I talking about? DC um, has their panel, and everybody is very curious. What's going down? Warner Brothers. What are they going to do? Because it was announced as a Warner Brothers theatrical with presentations by Black Adam and Shazam, right? Because those are the movies that are coming out this year. Um. The first trailer that they do is, is Shazam. So Shazam comes out. I liked the first Shazam. 
I think it was mixed for some people, but I really liked the first Shazam, and I thought this trailer was more in the same, and I actually think this trailer looks even better than the first. I think they've really got a, a lockdown on, on what this movie is, and same type of thing. There's, there's humor in it, but this, these are kids. These are kids with superpowers, but they just look like, like grown-ups. It's kids. So I'm liking what I'm seeing in this a lot. It wasn't too much besides just the trailer. And then they, then they moved on. They moved on to um, Shazam, and then this happens. Rock comes out, and he comes massive. I mean, this is the Rock. The guy knows how to do entrances. He comes out, does this big entrance, and they start talking about stuff, and they show like it's like a mini teaser. Because the problem, again, the same, same problem that Game of Thrones had, there was nobody's talking about Game of Thrones for this week. And this is Game of Thrones showed a great trailer two weeks ago or a week and a half ago. So there was nothing else. What they do? They show the trailer again. They tell, I mean, it's, it was good for people who were in the room. That's a lot of fun. But for the news cycle, nobody's talking about Game of Thrones. Um, more people were talking about Lord of the Rings because they had a new trailer. So I think that Game of Thrones, I don't know why Game of Thrones showed their trailer so early. If it was going to get leaked, I, I don't know. I'm not sure, but I, I, that, was a, that was a head scratcher. Get more people talking about it in the news cycle with that. And, it, and, and, it, was, and, I think, and it came after Lord of the Rings. I, so I, I thought that was bad. I thought it was bad strategy to release that so early, um, especially with such a great trailer. I mean, that trailer is fantastic for Game of Thrones. I'm still more, way more excited for Game of Thrones than in Lord of the Rings, even though I thought Lord of the Rings had a great trailer. Everybody's talking about that. And I know, I know I missed the Balrog. I know. I know. Stupid Amazon put the stupid logo up quick, and it looked like it was over. And the Balrog shows up. Hey, you missed the Balrog. I know. Read the comment section. Every other comment told me that I was I missed the Balrog. I get it, but thank you. I appreciate you telling me. Um, but anyway, the Rock comes out, shows up, and what happened was everybody, everybody. When I think it was the Hollywood Reporter had a, had a story that Henry Cavill's showing up. It's going to happen. Reports. So everybody starts saying like we were. We even talked about the big thing. We didn't say it's going to happen. But we all predicted. We all thought it would. We went, we went off of the report that came in. We, Winston, myself, and Brett were like, yeah, it would make sense. Bring them back. That's how you, you hit hard. And, and you get that crowd excited. Because I will say, even if they didn't announce any other projects, if Henry Cowell comes out at the end, boom, nails it. But, but I will say this. I think it was wrong for people to go after Warner Brothers for not producing Henry Cowell. They never once said that. It was a report that came out on um, whatever it was, report of variety, I can't remember. That's not their fault at all. That, that is the thing with, when, when it comes to expectations. Oh, good, it's frozen again. Perfect. Um, that is when it comes to expectations, that's a different type of expectation than when you're looking at like a, a movie or a trailer or anything too. And, and you can be disappointed that Henry Cavill didn't show up, but you can't blame them. Because they never told you. If they said, like, oh, Henry Cavill's going to show up. Oh, he couldn't make it. Sorry. We're, so we're, not, we're, gonna, we're gonna scrap that. Eh, screw you. You told me he's gonna show up. They never told you that. Not once. Not once did they hint it. I want to say, but The Rock has been hinting heavily. So as his ex-wife producing partner, Danny Garcia, who her publicist, from what I understand, is also I think Henry Cavill's or something. Henry Cavill and Rock has said this on, on the press line as well. Henry Cavill and Danny Garcia are, are also um, 
uh, she's a big advocate for him. So I still think Henry Cavill's showing up in Black Adam one way or another. Uh, the Rock has also made it very clear that him and Henry Cavill are very good friends. And when The Rock wants something to happen, it happens. I think he shows up. I think they didn't want to, I don't think they wanted to, to, to show it at, they wanted, they wanted to surprise people almost like a Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire type thing, which I think is smart. And again, we put, not their fault. Now, now that I've given them all the credit for it not being their fault, what is their fault is that they should have waited for DC fandom to, to do something. Now, I understand that they will, well, wait a minute. You can't, you can't, they have these movies they want to promote. So just do a Black Adam and Shazam thing and just say, hey, are we, and make an announcement, we're, we will be producing more of our overall content for film and television at DC Fandom. But this year, we're going to be doing a full panel of just Shazam and Black Adam where we will show footage and blah, 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 blah. You present it. It's straightforward. People go, okay, well, that's, that's what we're going to get. Um, you can still be disappointed that Henry Cavill doesn't show up. But again, not their fault. And they've told you right, right then and there, this is it. Don't call it a, a Warner Brothers theatrical. Call it a Black Adam Shazam panel and do it on a Thursday. Don't do it on a Friday. Do it on Saturday at the same day as Marvel. Or Friday. Do it on Thursday or Friday. And you say, and you, you open it up. Say, this is what it is. Here's, here's what we got. You do the big entrance by, by, um, by The Rock, and you have these moments, and you say, that's, that's what it is. Because the problem is now Zavlov or Vlaslov or Slavlov, he, he takes over, and he's now acquired all this shit when it comes to the, the Aquaman stuff. And, 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 that, and when, I, when I say shit, I'm talking about the Amber Heard situation and, and now Ezra Miller with, uh, with, uh, with um, the Flash and, and all this. So clearly they were not going to do a big presentation for those because they don't want it because that's what, that's what the whole cycle would have been. Because they show a trailer for Aquaman 2 and they put um, her in it, then it's like, okay, well, the people are talking about that. We want them talking about Black Adam, and we want to talk about about Shazam, and they're talking about Amber Heard and blah blah blah. I get it, but you're going to have to face it eventually, right? Same thing with Ezra Miller in the Flash. Like, well, you couldn't, you can't, you can't show anything from the Flash with everything going on with Ezra Miller. You've got Michael Keaton with the Flash, right? Bring Michael Keaton now. Have Michael Keaton do a whole speech or something, something. Unless you really don't know what the hell's going on with that movie right and and, and like i said this this is it they're going to do a warner brothers panel if they're just going to do a shazam and, and black adam panel then so be it but if you're going to do a warner brothers panel what's going on with the penguin show is it happening what's going on with joker 2 happening working on it confirmed not confirmed what's going on with 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 uh, with any of your properties that you got that you're working on with tv shows or or anything Batman 2 is announced. For, you're announced. Fine. It's coming out in three more years. Announce it. Tell us about it. Nothing. It was just. It, it, and again, it's tough when you're, when you're t- t- taking it over. But there, it's, it's very similar. Like when I was talking about with uh, Star Wars when they did the celebration in, in London in t- 2016. They were still getting used to the fact that. Because they used to just do Star Wars celebrations. And it was just. And, and that's what it is. And when you listen to the fans that went to Star Wars Celebration in London, they had a blast and they had so much fun, the ones that were in attendance. 
it's looked upon as one of the it it, it was not eventful for the moments like the, the, the rogue one trailer wasn't even anything that was really prepared most of the footage didn't even make it up in the movie uh thrawn was the biggest announcement i think of the of of convention so they weren't really prepared for the news cycle the way that is people were so focused on it that there were no announcements and all this stuff and they they made up for that in orlando and and chicago and and this year right and they've they've gone back on board with that i think that warner brothers is, is in a with the new regime in place there they're in that spot they're in that spot of like well wait oh okay so we just got to do something at comic-con don't work like that you got to give you got you got to be your whether it's fair or not you're gonna be you're you're under the microscope because you're one of the big dogs in the game, and we want to know what's going on, especially with the years the, the 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 great movies you guys have been putting out lately, and the stuff you've been putting out, the Batman, Peacemaker, what happened? No, nothing with Peacemaker. James Gunn was there, he was there. So like shit like that, it's like what if you would have brought out in the middle of that, he brought out Peacemaker and it, it, John Cena shows up, you know, with the Rock. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. You had it. It was right there. Um, but that just, and, and the flip side of that is someone on the other side of this and going, hey, dummy, we don't have that kind of self locked in yet, and we can't start making those announcements because we might not be able to deliver and just have a Shazam and Black Adam panel. So it was just, it was, it was tough. And they're getting into the game, and they're learning the game, so you got you to cut them a little bit of slack. Um, all right, before we go, there was a couple other things that hit John Wick. Our own Corey Andrew did the was the, the moderator for Berserker. I guess it's his his, um, his new comic book, Keanu Reeves' new comic book that he's got. And I th- and no 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 wait a minute. When did he? Sh- when, oh no no no! I'm sorry. He Corey did do that, but I was I was wrong on when. I thought that Keanu Reeves actually debuted the John Wick trailer there. Coy would have lost his mind if that happened, so I should have known better. It was actually a Collider's panel, the director panel that Frosty was doing, and Keanu Reeves showed up and then showed the John Wick trailer, because that came out of nowhere. No one was even talking about that, and then the John Wick trailer shows up and just, God, that movie looks good. I can't wait. I'm super excited for that. Um, Dungeons and Dragons is the other one, Honor Among Thieves. As I said earlier, this looks like a late 90s, early 2000s, like Guardians meets um, Knight's Tale. Majority of people really on board with this. Like I said, I'm always more serious fantasy, but I, I am, I've not played Dungeons & Dragons for what people said, and, and it's director, it's Chun Levy, I think, or whoever, I think, whoever directed a Game Night. So people are, people are pretty excited about it. It does look fun. I'm not going to deny that. So it's, I just, uh, I, I, was, I thought we were getting something different. But from what people were expecting, it looks like they got it. And then lastly was, as I mentioned earlier, the trailer for Lord of the Rings, the extended one with a little bit more story behind it. A lot of people who were Tolkien fans, I'm not going to break anybody's balls who's a Tolkien fan saying that they're, that they're upset that this doesn't follow the lore and this is very different. I think that's valid. I think if you're a massive fan, you spent, you invested that much time in reading all those books and all the lore and you know it that well and it's, and it, it, it's like my daughter who reads all the Percy Jackson stuff now, she goes back and how much she doesn't like the movies. I, had, I, you know, I turn it on. I watch the movies. The movies are the movies. The Percy Jackson, are they great movies? Not really. And the TV show will probably be much better. But, I, I, but it, I don't have as much of an investment in it because I didn't read those and I'm not invested into it. So if it, if it, if it was entertaining to me, it's entertaining to me. Um, the trailers, the fantasy trailers to me that I've seen as I've said a little more serious tone, the last two trailers have looked pretty damn good. 
But I'm not going to argue with Token fans to say it's different because I don't know it. I'm not, I don't know enough about it. We're well, looking at another shell here. Talking about what, what, what am I? Am I shill for Disney? Am I shill for for Amazon? Am I shill for Netflix? What the hell am I shill for? Everything? Shill for everything? Well, let me be a shill for the for the for the old man. By the way, before I go, I'm gonna talk about this. I'm gonna one of those shorts I'm gonna do. Um, a show that everybody is at least sleeping on. I know people who've been watching it and been raving about it because that's why I decided to check it out. Jeff Bridges, the old man. Apparently, John Watts directed. The, I don't know if he directed, produced, or whatever whatever he did. Um, the old man, it's on Hulu, but I think it's an FX show. Holy shit, this show's awesome. At least the pilot was awesome. Like, awesome. Like, really, really great. I don't, I don't want to tell you anything about it. I just want you to go in and watch it. It, it just, it's, it, all I'll say is it's Jeff Bridges kicking ass, but in a, in a realistic, realistic-ish way. It's like old Jack Bauer. I'll say that. It's like old Jack Bauer. If Jack Bauer was old, like really old and, and found. Does that make sense? Not really. Um, but I love it. I love it. Love that show. Gonna be, definitely going to be watching it. All right, we did it. That's the show. Thank you for checking us out today. Once again, if you haven't, please subscribe. Help us get to 70000 by the end of the uh, year. I'm going to try to take this show on the road. But we need you guys to help. Apple Podcasts, Spotify helps tremendously. If you can join Patreon, do it. Remember, everything's switching over. Patreon.com slash Schmodown is going to be the Patreon. Everything's switching over there. Our rewatches, everything that we're going to be doing, is the, the exclusive uh, live shows, all of it. So make sure you get on over there and, and join. Um, and that's it, everybody. So thank you. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you soon. And be on the lookout. I'm going to start doing some shorts pretty soon. I want to I, click on them because if you guys like them, I'm going to do more of them. All right. Peace. Oh, oh, that's me. That's me.